Welcome back, everyone, for a delayed home field tailgate. We're excited to talk about some conference championship games, rivalry week, coaching searches. We have a lot to discuss, a lot to catch up on. Oh, we're excited. I think the biggest week out of all of us, the one that got the most joy, the one that will remember this for the rest of his life, is Will Holloma. So, Will, how you doing? You got a haircut, didn't you? I did. It looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean – I've seen Michigan beat Ohio State two times the past two years, which equals the previous 17 years before that. So I'm doing very well. It's been, it's been great. Didn't just beat him either, though. No. It was a murder. I cried multiple times. Congrats, Will. We're happy for you. We are. What jersey are you wearing right now? The jersey of the best coach in college football. One Jim Harbaugh, and second place Heisman Trophy. It's almost like it fit him back in the day. Mm-hmm. Huh? That it fits almost like it fit him back in the day. <laughs> like a glove. Mm. It's like the Thomas, sisterhood of traveling pants, but with a jersey. Thomas, can you give me permission to mute people? So when yeah, you can just tomorrow? you can just mute well. I think you just go in the top right hand corner. The great thing is, is I could just unmute myself. You can. It won't let me mute him. Okay, just let me know if you want me to mute him, and I can. I can also I can also remove him if I want to if he gets really annoying. But we won't do that. I but know we'll... Michigan's winning the national championship this year, and so you, I'm sorry mute, you have to deal with it. Mute. I'm sorry. Mute. Will did say um, at the beginning of the year, about midway through the year, he said, "This isn't 1998, guys. This isn't Tennessee's year. It's Michigan's year. It's 1997." He did say that. Around the same time, Addison did say Oklahoma State was the second best team in the country. Um, so that take has <laughs> kind of dwindled a little bit. Yeah. Um, Michigan's only started 12-0 and 0 two times in their history. Mm-hmm. 1997 and 2022. But that's none of my business. Well, what was your favorite part about the game? Like what moment oh, stood out to you? The plane, it wasn't during the game, but when they planted the flag in the middle of that field, did something move? You heard the victors in the background. Oh my gosh. Because of you, I started like doing the hail to the victors chant. And my dad's like, Who the hell are you? And I'm like, (laughs) I can't help it. I'm doing it's for Will. The no, the part that I actually started visibly shaking was when Donovan Edwards broke that first touchdown run. That's when I knew. Because in the back of my mind, in 2016, Michigan was down 10. Michigan was up 10 in the fourth quarter in Columbus, and Ohio State came back and tied it and ended up winning on a controversial call in overtime. So I had that just in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to kick a field goal. Michigan won't be able to move the ball. Ohio State's going to get it back, go for two tight. It's going to go to overtime. We're going to lose again. That's what I was thinking. But when he broke that run, it was just – I can't describe it. It's beautiful. Happy for you. Big weekend. Um, the the copycat of the TCU Twitter was really funny. They did a good job with that video. And uh, Michigan looks like a team of destiny right now, Will. There's there's nothing around it. No. Michigan's going to beat Georgia. Michigan's going to beat the Hit the Toads. Michigan's going to beat whoever's in front of them, except Purdue. But... <laughs> 
I was about to say, we can just go ahead and talk about Jeff Brom's record versus top five teams. If Purdue was ranked, I would not be nervous, but they're unranked. So, unranked it Purdue. It doesn't Purdue matter. becomes Purdue when they're unranked. They're Purdue Michigan, when they're ranked. Michigan can lose and still get into the playoffs. You're right, but yeah. I would prefer to be the two seed instead of the three or four. Are they quorum again? Huh? Are they going to sit quorum again? I think so. But, I mean, he tried to go at the beginning of the game, but as as they showed, you know, on that close-up, he just can't cut. He has no lateral movement. But we, our nice converted linebackers doing okay. Threw a nice pass. That was an insane play call. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That that really bo- – I mean, we'll get into that game later, I guess. But, I mean, that really boils it down is that on a third and one, Jim Harbaugh throws a jump pass with a linebacker and Ryan Day is punting from his own 35-yard line. So. Well, no, well, just to be clear, this is the last we're talking about the game. So, <laughs> get it in okay. while you can. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ohio State played scared. They played tight. Michigan was the better team, but the game was close. I mean, it was still an eight-point game in the fourth quarter, but they played scared, they played tight, and it finally caught up to them. Yeah, I mean – got bullied and tired in the end of the fourth. I think it's fair to say that this is – the game this year was the best team Michigan had played and the best team Ohio State had played all season. For sure. And I think you saw Ohio State get exposed in a lot of ways – really in terms of, like, a physicality and a depth. Like, I just felt like Michigan wore them down. They played a really strong brand of football. I think not to get too far ahead, but when you get into the playoffs, if they come across at Georgia, I wonder how that translates. Um, but it'll be fun to see. They, they played a hell of a game, though. They said JJ couldn't throw a deep ball. They did. They should be obviously Ohio State didn't think he could. Yeah, seriously. Nope. How about uh how about Shane Beamer? How about Shane Beamer, man? What a game. South Carolina coming off another top 10 victory. Back to back. It's the first time in program history they've won two in a row. Beating a Clemson team 31 to 30, making DJ Little Little Lee look like an absolute, like immature. I don't I don't know what to say. I guess amateur. He is an amateur because it's college football, but man, good for I love Shane Beamer. I, I can't help but love that guy. The crazy thing to think too is uh I mean, they were they lost to Florida 38 to 6 or something like yeah. asinine like that. And and they turn around, light up. Tennessee and then uh, light up, or they don't light up Clemson, but beat Clemson in Death Valley. Clemson's long home winning streak comes to an end. On, I, I have to mention something. I think I'm, I'm sure y'all watched the game. Well, you may have not had a ton of attention on it because of the game, but I South Carolina's fans stormed the field. Oh, yeah. Oh, but they, that's they not stormed a, the field. Clemson fans go on the field after every game. I know so that, but the just being that like, it's an away team. It's an away game, and they went on the field afterward. That's awesome. Wait, Does that, that ever happen, Will? Thing, Will? 
Yeah, yeah. Clemson's fans go on the field after every game, but it's not yeah. like a storm the field. It's kind of like a Release. family Ruha kind of thing. Yeah, someone has stormed the field before. Um, I forgot it was in the eighties. Georgia beat Auburn and stormed Jordan Hare, and Auburn fan or Auburn turned on the sprinklers and like had a fire hose put on them or something. Mm. We'll get to Auburn in a little bit. Cold. They I, like spraying. They like spraying people with water hoses in the state of Alabama. Yeah. Yikes! That was um, saying that the three Alabamians, Addison. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for Shane. I'm not a South Carolina believer, though. I think. I just. I think he's a little gimmicky. I don't like. I don't dislike him, but I don't love him either. I think it works there, though. You know, I feel like South Carolina is one of those places where you have to have kind of a, a different type of brand. You know, on the Oxford Exxon podcast, Neil made a point this week and said that South Carolina is the Ole Miss of the East. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I, I, I actually thought that was a very good take. Their fan base likes to party. Hmm. An average football with some like sneaky good seasons. Apparently, Neil was saying like as well that their NIL is kind of real for real as well. They have like they have the assets to compete if they want to. Yeah, Ole Miss does have more um, historical tradition. Like not even Carolina's past, they don't have a lot of conference. I think they have one conference championship, and they have maybe. They have no top national championships. So, I mean, Ole Miss has, what, six SEC titles, three national titles. So, not that, you know, pre-segregation titles mean anything, but I do agree with it in terms of money now. I mean, their stadium's actually bigger than Ole Miss. They probably have a larger fan base. But uh, Their stadium's awesome, too. <laughs> it gets loud. Yeah. But um, – it's also helps I, – I still think Ole Miss is a better job because it also helps you're, – you're sharing your state with Mississippi State instead of uh, a team that's won a na- national title two times in the past ten years. Yeah. Though Clemson's kind of fallen off. Yeah, what do you think happens with Dabo? 2019 was not very long ago. Pump the brakes. I don't think anything's – I think it's just – that type of success is hard to sustain. And I think Clemson's going to be fine just because they're in a weak conference. I think they'll continue to recruit okay. He just has to get a new quarterback and um, revamp a little bit. I really think they're going to be okay. I, I, I don't, I'm not a Dabo hater. I'm not going to put down on them. Like, yeah, they, I think they're going to be they, fine. They have the outside of Bama, they have the longest consecutive season with 10 wins. Look. Three. In terms of winning, I think you're right. But in terms of being the national power that they were, I think they, I think that's done for them. Dabo has shown an inability to adapt to the portal. I mean, look, they don't – can you name – they have no portal guys and have no presence in it. Um, I honestly don't know about their NIL situation. Let's, They're recruiting at a clip that they used to. This um, year will be very telling. We'll see so, how he handles the portal this year. The portal was still, still it was still very new with NIL this time last year. They're yeah, still well, having top ten recruiting classes for high school kids. I mean, they're going to be okay. 
I think they'll continue to win 10 games a year, which I, I would not call that. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think they're a national championship program anymore. I think, I, think in, I think in the 12-team playoff era, they'll get in all the time, but then they're going to get the shit kicked out of them in the first round. All right. Whatever Big Ten SEC team they play. So you think they are a contender year in, year out? They're a top 12 program. They year are – I wouldn't even say that, but they're a top program in the ACC, so that gets them an automatic bid. Hold on. I think top 15, 20 program. The Rose Bowl has signed an agreement that will allow the playoff to expand to 2024 and 2025. Pete Thamel, oh, 10 minutes ago. Guess who will still be here then? Lane Kiffin. And Judkins and Dart. <laughs> I hope. I hope Jud- I know Judkins will be here. Hopefully, Dart. We'll see. Put that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Ole Miss is going to make the top four next year. Who needs a 12 team? Bold. Um, yeah, but Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, Auburn on the schedule should go yeah. well. How yeah. about the uh, the fighting Texas Aggies this weekend? How about them? The best team money can buy, but not the best results. It's kind of the perfect storm in my mind. It's <laughs> like I didn't – I don't like LSU. I don't think they're for real. I think they caught lightning in a bottle for a few weeks. It puts a damper on LSU season. Yep. Gives AM a little bit more hope going into next, but we know what the end result right. is. Jimbo's seat is just a little bit less hot, still a little smoky. Yeah. Addison's not happy about it because he made a dumb bet. I had LSU in four bets this past weekend. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. tough. That's um, tough. I think I lost I lost 12 units because of LSU. Yeah. Woof. We can harp on that more for when or where I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. Usually he's right, but every once in a while he can be wrong. Um, we'd had a great season. We ha- we'd had a great season. It was bound to happen at some point. Right. <laughs> it was. Jimbo fired all, his OC. I put a lot of eggs in one basket, and that basket, the bottom fell out. So yeah. That basket was was soft. All right, yeah. we still got a, a couple more games to talk about. Um, the only reason I have USC Notre Dame on here is because did y'all see um, Caleb Williams' fingernails? What he does for every game, he paints them. Right, but do you know like what it says? Bitch. Yeah, do you know what it says? Fucking D. But yeah. I think that's soft. I think it's so soft. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Y'all yeah. think what's soft? He writes. On his fingernails for the opponent, he'll write fuck and then like the initials of the school he's playing on the other hand. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. I want I don't, all... Why, dude? Because it's hilarious. Maybe it's next year so you petty. can wear a bedazzled, hel- a bedazzled helmet, too. It's just, it's just petty. It's, it's shit talk. It's, it's fun. I think it's fun. I kind of want USC to make the playoff just so Michigan can beat the brakes off of them. I do too. I also don't want Ohio State or Alabama in it. I I honestly just kind of went chalk this weekend. I'd it's rather Alabama in it than Ohio State. I'm I'm rooting for chalk this weekend. Yeah, I want chalk so badly. Yeah, TC. Regardless, TCU deserves to be in. Even I agree. If they, if they as long as they don't lose like forty eight to nothing, they deserve to be in. 
Right. If I they lose he, a close game, they deserve to be in. They've already I beaten Kansas in. State. I think if they lose a close game, they're in. Oh, I, I agree. But, like, if they get blown out, like, by three scores. It opens the door for Ohio State. It does. Yeah. Really, yeah. Ohio State is paying the most attention to Friday night with USC versus um, Utah. That's the main game. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, we still have a couple of games to talk about. We'll start with Alabama-Auburn, the Iron Bowl. The Crimson Tide winning 49-27. Cadillac kind of felt like he was like trying to cover there for a little bit by trying to get some field goals towards the end. That made no sense to me. Um, but, yeah, Addison, you kind of had some reaction there. What are you thinking right there? That was so dumb. I didn't even see the second field goal. I turned that shit off. The first field goal, they were down three touchdowns. Yeah. Kicked the field goal. You're still down three touchdowns. Like, I, I was sitting there. I was like, why do you do this? You definitely go for it here. I didn't even see the second one. But the second one had to be even just as egregious or more. The second that- one wasn't as bad. Because if you kick when you kick the second one, it made it 42-27. So it's a two touchdown game. So conceivably onside it, score on I mean, it's, your chances are slim regardless. But yeah. I, I agree. The first one was bad. The second one, I get it. I refuse to stand for this Cadillac slander. You, Cadillac's a man of integrity. He he embodies the creed. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a family man. That's right. And my God, players he, he love him. Love those players. He just he he pours he into hey, the hey, well, of a program he gets in three it. weeks. He knows Auburn. I'm tearing up thinking about Auburn right now. I mean, just the values that they have. They are so I mean, superior. Cadillac Williams is just Auburn being Auburn. Mm. Mm. Java should be a good thing. Just Auburn being Auburn is just incredible. I don't care what the negative people say. They're just jealous of us and the family we have. War damn eagle. God, that Addison, is. yes. <laughs> I'd rather have Matt Luke as my head coach than Cardillac Williams. <laughs> Cardillac? <laughs> Did you just combine Cadillac and Cardillac? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? I'd rather what? have. I'd rather have Matt Luke. Why? I think Cardillac. Um, <laughs> Quit. <laughs> I think he's too emotional. I think he wears his emotions on his sleeve too much in the game. Um, I don't think he's a good in-game coach. I, I mean, don't know what guys, let's hold on. We're all obviously joking here. The dude had no clue what he's doing. If you watch the like the TV while you're the game, he had a guy following him around on the sidelines, reminding him of the in-game situation he was doing. Right. Yes. Like, let's not – hey, whore eagle, baby. That's right. That's why I say Matt Luke would be a better head coach than Cardillac. Okay, you, you got to stop. Um, I do feel like we have to touch on the egg bowl. Um, yeah, we do. Transition. Just – all in all, a really bad night for the Rebels, a terrible end of the season. What was a 7-0 start floundered to be a 1-4 finish. Um, team didn't play focused. The red zone offense was abysmal. Mm. Um, and it is my take that we had a very distracted team on Thanksgiving night. And in, in um, the words of Will Hollema as a junior in college, I tend to agree with you. Um, yeah, he's making a face to me right now. 
The team looks incredibly distracted after the Auburn game. I mean, the Auburn game, not the Auburn game, the Alabama game. Kiffin got up for that. He wanted that. And then there were some rumblings, as we hear. Potentially, there was an interview that happened. And I felt like the team didn't really believe him when he said he was staying. Um, obviously, Kiffin's staying. And he's committed for now. And the future looks good at Ole Miss with the guys coming back. But very disappointing, like you're saying, going into – Baton Rouge is an undefeated team and then losing four to the last five. I don't want to talk about it. Talk about it, Will. I'll, I'll finish this out if you want, Will. Um, on the Egg Bowl, I think we had a unique opportunity with this Egg Bowl to kind of, like, put them to, like, we, we could have killed them. Not like killed them in the game, but we could have broken Mississippi State by beating them yeah. last Thursday. And I thought it, someone put it really well. The difference between Mississippi State and Ole Miss in this game is that I feel like Mississippi State treats it as their Super Bowl and all they want to do is win the game. Ole Miss and Ole Miss fans really just don't want to lose the game. It's yeah. almost like a sigh of relief when it doesn't when it when we win. Um and that's where we need to move towards. Mm. They're like number four on our, our rivalry sheet now. Do y'all buy the Mike Leach retiring stuff? I feel like it would have come out by now. That's what I'm maybe they're waiting until early signing period or something like that. But there are sources that are convinced he has some type of cancer and that they're waiting to step down because of the portal. Yeah. And also, they don't have an AD to lead the search right now. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. I forgot about the AD thing. We can talk about where their AD went and what he's been doing, though. I think we should. That's a great transition, Ty. You want to lead us off? with? Yeah, I mean, so let's talk about the Auburn coaching search. It's been open since right before Halloween, mm-hmm. um, a little over a month. Dang. And – at the end of the day, it's it was a very unique thing to say, see take place. I mean, for the better part of two weeks, you had an entire media group and a fan base convinced that the Ole Miss head coach would crawl to the Plains to be their head coach. And just very interesting to see how that take place. And I think internally for Ole Miss fans, for a a good week there was a lot of nervousness around but certainly didn't plan out the way I think uh the Auburn family thought it would right well if you're an Auburn a member of the Auburn family anyone would crawl to be the head coach there Dabo Sweeney James Franken Franklin Lane Kiffin anyone would be honored to be the head coach on the Plains because it's God's gift is Auburn football did you not hear Ryan Day? Ryan Day, Ryan forty-five Day and five as a head coach. You're right. We're from that. Three of us are from that state. We know how insane they are. So there's just no point in us trying to rehash that. They're nuts. They're psycho. Well, I thought you were from Michigan. Can we mute him? Can we mute him? Is that how we do this? No, no, that's fine. Well, why do you go for Michigan? Because I hate Alabama and I hate Auburn. 
Okay. No, that's not true. I have from a valid source the only stuff you wore in high school were Alabama stuff and Michigan stuff. Who's your valid source? <laughs> JD. <laughs> the guy who I never spoke to till like Yeah, but he noticed you. <laughs> I did wear Oh, Michigan also, stuff. uh Luke Miss Kelly told me that too. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I did that. Uh, you're like, yep. I okay. did wear Michigan stuff all the time. Yeah. Anyways, back to Auburn. Um, they wanted Lane Kiffin. As uh, Ty's mentioned, it was the number one priority. But according to John Cohen, the uh, the search ended where it started with Hugh Freeze, former Ole Miss coach, former Liberty coach, the man, the myth, the legend. Addison, I know you have something to say about this. So why don't you take the start? I, I said on this show, every time we discussed it, Lane Kiffin wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> you just know that so well. You did. Um, I mean... Uh, it would have been a lot more – it would have been a lot funnier to me had they thrown Hugh out. And it would have been very interesting to see where they would have ended up since Luke Fickle got hired by Wisconsin, mm-hmm. since some other names started to fall everywhere else. I was really rooting for them to not hire Hugh just because I wanted to see a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hugh is – if you look at his career record, he for every two wins he loses a game, so he is a career eight and four, average coach. I think that's kind of what Auburn can be, what Auburn should be, where Auburn is, where Auburn always will be, except there will be maybe every now and then when you get. Uh, let me remind you, Bo Jackson or Cam Newton, you have to have one of those to do something incredible at Auburn. They have two national championships, best athlete all time, arguably the best college quarterback all time mm. uh, were on those teams. I think they're an eight and four program, seven and five to nine and three program on average. I think that's where they'll be with Hugh. I think that's where they'll always be. But that's not good enough for Auburn. That's the thing. Four that. years if that's the case. He'll get fired in four years because he won't be Alabama and he won't be Georgia. And then they're going to try and get Kiffin again. Lane Kiffin will beat Alabama at Auburn. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hugh Freeze will beat Alabama at Auburn. The the interesting dynamic with Hugh is I don't necessarily disagree with you, Addison. I think year two, there's a serious possibility that he beats Georgia or Alabama. Mm -hmm. But that same year, he'll sit there and lose to both the Mississippi schools. That's who he is as a coach. Like it's mm-hmm. it's high highs, low lows. I I think the thing people need to remember about Hugh Freeze is how it ended at Ole Miss. Not the personal stuff, but the football. It was a bad product. Five and seven. The football. The football was, but it had to do with the NCAA stuff going on. I don't buy that for a second. I don't even. If you talk been going on for his entire tenure there, if you talk to people around the program around that time, the wheels were falling off way before the NCA stuff. The NCA stuff was a byproduct of his inability to do two things: one, manage his program; two, control his impulses. The NCA would have walked away, but he begged, like he just pestered them to come back. 
Do y'all yeah. think Hugh has learned from any of his mistakes like he claims he has? No. You saw it in his press conference. He had a few moments where you saw him revert completely back to the person he was. In his contract, it clearly has a line on it that talks about social media use and approval. He has to get approval before posting on Twitter. Someone asks him about relinquishing his social media account, fully denies it. The you dude says you can't do that. You can't do that in this day of coaching. Was his direct? He's not a lie through his teeth, man. I, I, I understand why people think it could be like a successful venture for the both of them, um, for both Auburn, both for Hugh. I actually think it's going to be a dumpster fire, and it's going to be glorious. I think the highs will be really high. He might beat Alabama or Georgia one or two times, but inevitably he's going to be the reason Auburn's downfall is it's going to be like Ole Miss. Like it's going to end horribly. It's going to. I will say my one caveat to my opinion is I am operating off the assumption he will not be able to put together an elite staff. If there's one thing you can criticize him of at his time at Ole Miss, his staff was not elite at all. Um, and I think with everything that's taken place, it'll even be, be even harder for him to recruit an elite staff. Um, I feel like Sexton's going to help him a lot with that, though, too. In theory, yes. So much. But, huh? You only help you so much. Yeah, correct. Like, there's just not a lot of people that want to tie themselves to that. Why it's would like you? Auburn message boards are like Matt Luke, O-line coach. Why the flying fuck, excuse me, YouTube, would Matt Luke go coach with him after Matt Luke inherited all the bullshit that he created? Also, I'm pretty sure Mac Luke's enjoying getting $130,000 from Ole Miss a month just to not yeah. coach. Addison, go for it. Um, I think there are a lot of smart, up-and-coming um, defensive coaches. Um, I think there are a lot of smart, de- just de- not even up-and-coming, just smart defensive coaches that want an op- a bigger opportunity um, that would go to Auburn to coach that side of the ball with him. Now, he mentioned in his press conference that he wanted – possibly to hire an offensive coordinator to call plays. Um, that's what I'd be interested to see if something, if anyone would want to go do that with him alongside him. Uh, but I do think just because he's going to give someone full control of defense, let them do their thing for the most part, someone that's – someone's going to want that defensive job. That's fair. I it's, get in that. the, it's in the SEC – Somebody's if I, if you could guess the three names, AuburnSports.com has floated. Are you are you reading that? Like they just posted an update five minutes ago. Yeah. What? Who do you think they would list? Addison, you do the answer. Who do I think they would list? I can't even think of any defensive coaches. Well, right they, they're gonna they're gonna say Will Muschamp because they're Ooh. obsessed with Will nope. Muschamp, and no. that's not gonna happen. I guarantee um, the Mississippi State defense coordinator. Nope. What about Barry Odom? Chris Kiffin. He's, he's the first on one. Chris Kiffin and Barry Odom are listed. And Traverius Robinson, affectionately known as T-Rob. I don't know who that is. He he's was a former he was, Auburn player. 
He oh, played. He was. He was must champs DC at South Carolina, and at Florida. That doesn't mean. Why is I? Why is Odom going to leave? I feel like he has full autonomy already at, at Arkansas. There's some issues going on at Arkansas. Apparently, Odom's looking to leave. Kendall's trying to get out. They heard ton Kendall. Of players. Well, apparently, Kendall and Pittman had disagreements all season long about the quarterback. Yeah, about the offense and Holt. I think. The rumor I saw is a and going to try to back up a Brinks truck to get Kendall. Oh, him and Jimbo would not work. I know, but, hey, but getting paid $2.5 million to be an OC and be promised it's all yours, why not? Jimbo, Jimbo won't hire him. Philosophy is too different. I don't know if Jimbo has a – Jimbo choice. doesn't have a say. But who's also, making the hire? Also, why – Chris York? Yeah, Fine, probably can we just talk about Chris Kiffin for a second back in the in college football? I thought that he just did not want to come back to college football. He's not. He's belt. not going to yeah. be the Auburn D.C. That's no. Not. Yeah, so that's my argument when I look at this list is Barry Odom, doubt he goes to Auburn. That dude, if he puts his name out on the market for defensive coordinator jobs, will get better offers than what Auburn can offer him. Chris Kiffin is not leaving the NFL let him have T-Rob. I'm okay with that. T-Rob's defense at South Carolina sucked. Phil Longo hung 40 on his ass. Can Phil Longo go back to his relationship with you, Freeze? I would really enjoy that. I was – yeah, I was hoping for uh, – I want Crime Dog to be the D.C. I was hoping his name would be on there. He, so, in Hughes' press conference, they asked him about calling plays, and he had the most smug response. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, – I'm pretty good. Is that what you're he's – like, Yeah. He's like, well, you know, I'm pretty good at calling plays. He was like – but when I've done I look it my at, whole career or whatever. He's like, when I look at the talent out there in today's world, that's something that we would consider. He goes, and we'd really help them help us spread the ball out when it comes to the red zone – well, I'll help out there. Yeah, your ass who had Jeremy Liggins line up at fullback, you dipshit. I wouldn't let him touch my red zone offense if it was the last thing I had. That's what I was thinking. I'd want it to be opposite. If I yeah. was, I'd want, I'd want Hugh Freeze in out in between the twenties and someone else inside the twenties. <laughs> yeah, Freeze in that between was, the twenties, pretty damn. That good. was me the entire time listening to that. I was just like, "What?" The Same heck? thought. You're like, I remember you being really good with not in the red zone. I remember you trying to get too cute around the goal line. Um, Look, at the end of the day, I've got to have a closing thought with Auburn. Auburn showed the entire country, and especially Ole Miss fans, their fatal flaw. They, as a fan base, and as an organization view themselves as a blue blood program, where in reality, outside of an elite all like century player in 2010, they're way closer to the middle of the pack mm. of the SEC. Right. And they thought they could go get a little old Mrs. Football coach. And for whatever reason, he told them to go kiss their ass. And now they're stuck with a dude that Ole Miss fired for cause. And I wish them nothing but pain, sadness, and failure over the You make a deal with the devil, things get interesting. But I will say all the, like, just let it play out. It'll, like, it'll play out. 
I'll tell you one thing. I am ecstatic to go to Auburn in October. That's going to be so much fun. I expect yeah, I to see all of you there. I might get kicked out of their scholarship seats. <laughs> I will not be going. I'll be in Athens and then possibly New Orleans. Okay. I'm not going to New Orleans. For that. I, Ole Miss is 0-2 in the state of Louisiana when I've attended, so I'm not going back. Oof. 0-2. I'll go to the Sugar Bowl and LSU game. Yep. I'll be going to Alabama, Auburn, and Athens. That's what I'm doing as well. It's going to be a fun season. Big football. We're, we're already talking about it, and it's a long time away. Um, um, we've talked about other the coaching searches. I feel obligated to bring up that Brent Key got the job at Georgia Tech. Good for him. They're still going to suck. But what yeah. happened with Taggart? Taggart. Yeah. Really Fritz is the one that wanted that got off so, turned it down. No, we almost hired oh, Chadwell from Coastal Carolina. The hang up there was that he wanted to bring his entire staff with him, and his staff is not a power five staff, and it would be a dumpster fire. That's why he's going to struggle to accept any job, is because he's hell bent on bringing his staff. Willie Fritz turned the job down, we offered it to him too. Taggart's fired. Yeah, I had my wrong. I had the wrong. Yeah, Taggart got fired from FA. Yeah, he's a I, part of the FFCA. What did y'all? I, um, I was getting my wheelies confused. What did y'all take of the Kiffin tweet about Charlie last night? The retweet of the article from like five years ago. Wait, which one? So Kiffin tweeted an article written by this guy at SP Nation um, last night, calling like Charlie Weiss Jr. like the next like prodigal like offensive coordinator like guru mind i think he's trying to pimp him out for the fau job so that's calling the offense that is what i'm getting at because rebel grove last night was like i think it's because he's not getting fired and then some people are like well actually i think it's because he's trying to push him to get the fau job and so it was a great time but i wanted to hear y'all's thoughts on it who knows the thing with Weiss, even though the offense didn't feel like it was as active this year, we had t- basically 2,000-yard rushers, two wide receivers that threw over 800 yards, a quarterback that was top five in the SEC in QBR and yardage. Like We did all that without a real tight end. Also. I, I, I can't complain too much. The, the only thing I'd bitch about with Charlie – is back half of the year the red zone offense was painful. It was painful. I think Kiffin uh, kind of had tighter strains on him than he did with Lebby. And I think Kiffin wanted to run the ball more. And I think that they never fully had Dart broken and fully had him where they wanted him to be. And you didn't have an elite. You didn't have an elite wide receiver. You didn't uh, like Elijah Moore that you've had in the past, uh, or even a, a Sanders, even a, a Sanders like last season. Um, so I think that's part of it. I don't think it's really I, like I don't have any, I don't have any ill will towards Charlie. I think he did an okay job. Has a terrible smile. <laughs> he does. They need to fix the second half offense. That's the thing. That's the whole overarching issue. Is they are fine in the first half of football games, and they just can't figure out. Now, if you want to talk about defensive coordinator. Different story. 
Partridge, what do you think we do with that? Because BC would actually call the X's and O's. Because Partridge is a great recruiter. Um, but man, the three-man front and the lack to change. Maybe that was because of you know who we have on roster and everything. But do you think they try and make a change and try and get someone to call plays next year? I don't think we're going to get rid of Partridge. I just no. think we're going to try to position for a co-DC. The reason we have the roster on the defensive side of the ball yes. that we have right now is because of Partridge. Yep. Yeah, he's not firing Chris. No. What about – um? do we know what Pruitt's show clause is going to be yet? Will not coach here. You won't? No. That'd be he's awesome. probably done for college for probably the next five years, I would have to say. Yeah, I would think. yeah it, was, it was really bad. Um, was it McDonald's bags? Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you can't give out McDonald's bags for high class on campus. Classy. Um, I had for dinner. Any cash in there? I wish. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd put on that nasty orange if I had a Chick Fil A bag full of cash put on me. Little old Auburn. Lane's Kiffin taint tells you to kiss it. Hey. Auburn can eat shit. That's all I have to say. Sorry, YouTube. All right, we'll wait for Addison um, for his much-anticipated segment of where he was right. We have, we have two coaching sir, co- two coaching changes that we need to mention. Mention them. The Big Ten West just got loaded. Yeah, you're, you are right. The Luke Fickle to Wisconsin hire is so. Do you think? Did you buy the whole Luke Fickle is going to go to Ole Miss if Kiffin leaves, or do you think he was always Wisconsin bound? Um, or is that? I, buy, I think Ole Miss would have made him pause to think about it a little bit more. Okay. But no, I think when it all I, said come push to shove, I think he would have gone to Wisconsin. I have reason to believe we were in the driver's seat for that one. I mean. I don't know much about the Badgers NIL situation. I don't. I would imagine that it's kind of behind. Not um, great. Less than four million. Uh, well, that's that's actually still decent for the majority of the Big Ten. We we were in the driver's seat strictly because of NIL. He looked at that and was like, "That's something that, from his viewpoint, you could really build off." Yeah, because it's ten million in the bank. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, not to mention the other uh, hundred and eighty dollars I have pledged that hasn't even gone in yet. Right, <laughs> but also it's it's ten. I believe the ten million is the reoccurring like pledges they have, and has nothing to do with the one-time donations and like stuff that's going to happen in addition to that. No, 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 no. I can buy the ten million is not the pledges. Ten million is what they have. That's not including pledges. Okay, Addison, that will. Uh... Pay for uh, the offensive lines jock straps for next year. <laughs> that comes out, hey, that 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 comes out of the university budget. That didn't have anything to do with my, my <laughs> donation. I guess that's my season ticket donation. Hey, you know it that. builds up. You know it does. You got a bunch of mighty warriors out there pledging two hundred fifty dollars a year. It adds up. Hey, not a lot, but the, it adds the up. other job that was filled will was Matt ruled in Nebraska. Hot take. Still think they suck. I do too. I think that's a great fit. I think it's a good fit. I thought about it more. I think that's a good match for him. He is going to 
Nebraska fans just have to come to the realization that they're never going to go back to what they were mm-hmm. in three out of four titles because their whole – I'm not going to go into the whole Nebraska thing, why they were elite, but their pipeline was Texas and getting players up from Texas because they were in the Big 12, whatever. They cut that off when they went to the Big 10. There's no chance of that coming back. But Why can't you get into why they were elite, Will? Huh? Why can't you get into why they were elite? That's just a long – is that an off-season podcast? That's an off-season podcast. Okay. But podcast title Husker Hex. <laughs> the Husker Hex. Michigan need to broke break that Husker. down. Michigan broke the Husker Hex. Um, <laughs> Nebraska needs to take the more Wisconsin Iowa type approach than they can like the Oklahoma approach that they did before. You got to build a pro- program. You got to build a culture. And Matt Rule is an elite culture guy it's why it didn't work in the nfl because you can't really do that type of shit in the nfl so he's going to go to nebraska he's going to build a good program he's going to build a great culture they're going to rack up nine ten win seasons i think he's going to suck <laughs> i think he'll go eight and four consistently already hired an sec oc and another sec a former sec oc is his quarterback coach who did he hire as oc uh, Marcus Satterfield, South Carolina's OC, will be yep. his OC, offensive line coach. And he's hiring uh, Jake Peets, LSU's OC from 2020, to be his quarterback coach. So, pretty solid staff. I'm curious what he does. At, he's going to hire the Panthers, D.C., probably for defense coordinator. Don't they have a relatively decent um, NIL situation as well? They do. And they've gonna, they're that's why I don't think they're going to suck because of their – NIL situation, and they've kind of made themselves almost the portal team for the Big Ten. Okay. So he's going to be able to have a quick fix, I think. They did. Okay. They weren't terrible this year. Yeah, they went four and eight, but they they lost a lot of close games. We said this last year, too. And you're right. There's a point of you, you have to find a ways to win, but just because you go four and eight and you lose a bunch of close games doesn't mean you absolutely suck. Didn't they lose to a team that didn't win a single game on American soil? They sure did. Well, okay. Yep. But I could argue that maybe Nebraska just doesn't play well in Ireland. I mean, <laughs> it's a different language, you know, different boundaries. It's, I don't think it's different language, Will. It's a joke, I think Tom. it's the same language. <laughs> I know I know those are your people, but um, – leprechaun joke. But um, you don't have to defend them. Nebraska doesn't have much competition in their conference, especially in their division. Um, they should be able to win eight games a year. But I don't understand why everyone thinks they're supposed to be this excellent team. I mean, everyone that was alive when they won national championships is dead now. Uh-huh. Uh, we were – It was so long ago. 1997. You get it, Will. <laughs> they split a title in 1997. I don't know. I was just making a joke about how long ago it was. Never mind. All righty. Any other coaching searches that matter? How Where's do we Dion feel about Kip? What'd you say? Where's Dion going to go? I think Colorado. if he's, I think if he's small, I think he would do very well at the Cincinnati job or the South Florida job. I think out of the three, I think. I honestly think Colorado is the worst situation out of all three of those. Apparently, the UCF AD doesn't want to give him full control. I don't think he actually has a chance to get the Cincinnati job. 
the Cincinnati job, all things considered, it's a pretty decent job. Um, I wouldn't want to go to Cincinnati and deal with their transition, though. I think he's going to go to Colorado. I saw Cincinnati's interviewing uh, Brian Hartline. That's a good hire. Hartline's doing well at um, Ohio State. Why would Hartline go there? He's a head coach. He'd be a head coach. They have a power five program. Who's Ohio State hire? What do you mean who do they hire? They're not getting rid of Day. Next they're year. Idiots, but they're not dumb. Even next if they lose year. next year, they won't fire uh, him. If they lose to Michigan next year, I think he's gone. Mm. Three years in a row, dude. They can't handle it. Also, really, I think low-key they kind of like it. But that's a different story for the different day. Okay, off season talk. Anyways, uh, we're going to Ann Arbor next year. Will, huh? We're going to Ann Arbor next year. Uh, yes, we are. Like I have a reminder. I've already told my mom it's happening, and so we're doing it. We're going. Yep. We're gonna all wear mason blue. I will. Ty will. We're gonna wear that hat. (laughs) What if I wear both? What if I wear like? A Michigan jersey and an Ohio State hat. You'll get beat up by both. I'm okay by that. O-H-I-O. All right, any other coaching searches we want to talk about before I kind of mention something? No? I think we're. I think that's all. Among, among after all the drama is cleared and the dust is settled, what are our thoughts on Kiffin and expectations going into next season? Um, I expect us to win nine games. I expect us to win ten games. I think it's year, year being year four. He has to get one of the games. Well, okay, I'm, I'm I'm just setting baseline expectations, Ty. Where I'm not disappointed. He needs to win ten games, and he needs to beat one of Alabama, Georgia, or LSU. He needs to beat someone. He hasn't had that one game where you're like, "Damn, we," had, you know, that upset. We're here. Yeah, we're here. Ole Miss won't lose. Ole Miss won't lose at home next season. We play LSU at home. They'll beat LSU. They'll beat A&M. They'll beat Arkansas. Has Kiffin beaten any SEC team with a winning record in the SEC this in his career? I don't believe he so. He beat Arkansas last year. They had a winning record? In the and SEC? They went 4-4 four and four in conference. Wow. Kentucky this year went, what, 3-5? and five? What did A&M do in SEC last year? 4-4. Four and four. Four. They were Texas 8-4. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Okay. I think ten and two. I'm meh. We need to go eleven and one next year. Oh my god. We're not going. You're paying the guy top five money. I expect top five results. You have a million dollar nil war chest with your starting quarterback, the freshman All American running back. Who could have a you're high starting? You're starting left and right tackle back. Go buy some fucking Jimmys and Joes for wide receivers, linebackers, and D lines, and let's put the ball down. As you as missed out the most important position, well, wide receivers. I say wide receivers. You did say that. Oh, you said that first. My bad. Yeah, well, you, that's you the one. As as Hugh <laughs> no Freeze would say, let's lock the gate and pick a fight. No, I don't disagree with you. I just think I just think you are – you have to go to Bama, you have to go to Georgia, and then – I'm saying we can lose one of them, just not both. 
Who do you uh, think we're more likely to beat? Bama. I agree. Yeah. Although, what's UGA's quarterback situation like next year? Well, their quarterback yeah. situation right now is dog it's not shit. Gonna be the number one team in the country, so it doesn't matter. There, it's not the, the quarterback situation. I will not average, stand perfect. for this Stetson Bennett the fourth hate. He's going to be shit. the top grossing State Farm salesman next year. Yeah, you're right. He is. His ass. Addison, that dude he's gonna, is gonna he's gonna quadruple somebody. Wally's book of business in one year next year. Addison, I he is going to sling insurance in the state of Georgia. It's not that easy to get a state farm agency. If your name's Stetson Bennett, I think it will be. Yeah, if you if if you have a potential to walk in and have two national title rings, I think that might work. That's, he's got to pass all the SIEs first. Well, the, just like people in the SEC, they'll have someone take the test for them. <laughs> Amen. Well, I don't think you can do that. He will only have one national title ring this year. He's going to have a runner-up one, though. Well, if Michigan wins the national championship, will you eat a banana on camera? Why would I do something unenjoyable for something that I enjoy? That's not it. Like, would you? No. Now, if you said, Will, you eat this banana and Michigan's guaranteed to win the title, I would do that. Okay, the record, I'm rooting for TCU. I'm also rooting for TCU. That's my team. I'm rooting for TCU to win it all. It's not going to happen. If Michigan doesn't win it, I'd love for the Hit the Toads to win it. I love Fort Worth. It's in a great, great state. Great, great area. Maybe a future hometown. Yeah, you're not moving to Texas. It's too far away. Anyways, um, let's go ahead and transition into Addison's segment, where I was right, where I was wrong. Addy? Um, I was wrong on LSU last weekend, beating Texas A&M handedly. I thought A&M had quit, no fight. LSU was going to cruise into the SEC championship. They still had a lot to play for. They were the fifth-ranked team in the nation. There was a very clear path to the playoffs, and they let me down. And 12 units later, we're very upset. It's tough. But we're back. We're back. I've already placed one wager this week. UNC. I, I, both I just got a notification for it. What? His bet. Uh UNC plus seven and a half versus Clemson. All right. We might as well. Should we start with that one since you already talked about it? Or should we go from Friday all the way through Saturday? Let's go. Let's go in, in the order of the games. Yeah. All right. Let's go into the games. So, conference championships are this weekend. Um, lots at stake. I mean, honestly, Georgia is in the, Nash- is in the playoff regardless. So is Michigan. You can, you can make an argument with TCU. USC's got to win. It's the first game of the week. Friday, TCU's a two-point favorite. Over-under is set at 68. Will Halama, why don't you start? Oof. It's hard to beat the same team twice. And especially when Utah did it how they did going forward at the very end. I like USC also, to play Fairly comfortably. When you say fairly comfortably, what does that mean? 10 to 20. You think they're going to win by? I think it's going to look a lot like the USC-Notre Dame game. 
where it's still kind of like eh, but it's not a full out blowout. But Through, throughout that entire game, you knew yes, USC was winning. Because that's what I think yeah. is gonna happen. It wasn't even a contest. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Is that where is that game? Oh, it's in Vegas. Okay. I think USC covers as well. Well, um, I really want Utah to win, I feel like, just because I hate USC. But then Ohio State gets in, and I don't want Ohio State to get in. Um, but I think USC covers. It's hard to be the same team twice, like you said, Will. And I remember watching that game. A lot of things went Utah's way that won't necessarily go their way this time. So I like USC to cover. Um, so I'm going to pick USC to cover. I'm going to pick obviously, – so I'm obviously picking them to win. The thing I worry about, I worry about two things with this game. One, USC's turnover margin has just been unbelievable this season. I worry about that luck running out on them. And I worry about them playing tight because they have so much to play for. But I do think that at some point the turnover thing isn't just luck. I wonder if that's just – they're just good at forcing turnovers. Um, and then I, I don't know. I just think I think they'll win, and I'm rooting for Chalk. I'm rooting for USC to win. I am as well. I would love. I want a USC TCU national championship. Shut Give me up. that. Would be that's my dream. Utah wins. Ooh, Utah wins. Ohio State's in the champ conference or the playoff. Yep. I'll let the uh, committee to decide. but Utah's going to win this football game. What makes okay. you think that? A few things. One, if you look at USC's record since losing to Utah, yes, they're undefeated. They've won a lot of close games. They have. Below average teams. You're right. They're a little bit like – Jekyll and Hyde in that sense, depending on who shows up. They only won by eight points against a bad Arizona team, six points against a bad California team, played UCLA dangerously close. That Notre Dame game was one of their better games of the year. You're right. Um, I I don't think if if they open up the door for Utah, I think Utah's coach is one of the most underrated coaches in the country. Mm-hmm. I think I'll have him ready to go. So in case you're wondering, um, obviously their quarterback, Caleb Williams, is the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman right now. If you think that's going to happen, take a flyer on Max Dugan, the TCU quarterback. You can get him at plus, I think, like 2,400 odds right now to win the Heisman. So if you've got some free play, a lot Edison, of there's a lot of value in that bet. You might just want to take it. I think I'm going to take it. Max Dugan? Yeah. Caleb Williams is winning the Heisman. Unless he loses to U- or Utah, then he's not. He's winning the Heisman. The Heisman's been decided. It's Heisman's dumb. been decided. Send JJ to NYC. Send JJ to New York. Like the 45th best quarterback in the country. Okay, big game boomer. He's a very credible source in the media. Yeah. Okay. He had Jackson he's, Dart, like, he's a loser. That dude does suck. He definitely makes those in his mom's basement. <laughs> um, Kansas State, TCU. Horn Frogs. Cover. 
I believe in the Hypnotoads. Granted, they were down, what, 28 to 10 and a half on this game in the regular season. And then Kansas State's quarterback got hurt. Kansas State's quarterback did get hurt, Addison. You are right. And uh, TCU scored three touchdowns to win the game. Um, Kansas State didn't score after the first half. Um, so there's that. But I like TCU to cover. I think they do. And I just want chalk to happen. I don't want chaos anymore. I'm kind of over it. Every time I picked TCU to lose, they find a way. They pull it out. I don't want Ohio State or Alabama to make the playoff, so I'm picking Kansas State to win. That's my logic. <laughs> That's very brave of you, Will. Yes, I'm taking I'm taking an L right here for just so I can see. What sucks about that is then Will's right either way because if Kansas State wins, he goes, well, I told you. And if TCU <laughs> wins, he's like, well, I did it on purpose. You're right, Thomas. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I'm rooting for TCU. I want TCU to win. But, I mean, if you're 12-0, and 0, I guess you're elite, but they just still, like, maybe – They should have lost to Baylor. I mean, and they play – they beat, like, four teams this season with backup quarterbacks. This is true. But, like, you look at the Texas game, defense stepped up. Um. Defense stepped up in the second half against Kansas State and was a backup quarterback. Also, I mean, Iowa State was not is not good. They're not a good team. But TCU beat the dog shit out of Iowa State this weekend. They did. Absolute oh. dog shit. I'm not TCU saying played, like, you know, it was yeah, like six what was it, sixty two to ten or something like that. TCU's playing with a lot of confidence now. They're twelve and zero. They believe everything's on the table for them. But I've also seen Kansas State come out and blow the brakes off of people. Kansas State's a good football team. Oklahoma State, no matter how bad Oklahoma State ended up being, it's impressive to do that to a team. Kansas State's three losses this year are versus Tulane, 17 to 10, which turned out to not be a terrible loss. Nope. They lost to TCU 38-28 with a backup quarterback. And then they lost to Texas at home 34-27. So, yeah. I want to pick Kansas State. I really do. But I'm just not going to go against TCU at this point. I will not be betting on this game. I'm not. No, this is not one I would feel confident in either way. Let's uh, go ahead and transition into a game that we thought had the potential, at least, to be a lot more fun this time last week. SEC Championship LSU versus Georgia. Georgia coming in as a 17.5 point favorite. Over-under set at 51. Um, I think LSU was probably looking ahead a little bit to this week. I think they didn't really expect Texas A&M to come out and play hard. I think UGA definitely wins, but 17 and a half points is a lot. And I know I, – I fully expect Georgia to cover this because I've said this so many times of Georgia being like, a you know, a three-score favorite and then me being like, that's too much. And then Georgia wins 42-3 to three versus Oregon. But I think this is a close game, and I think it'll be fun. I think probably Georgia wins by 10 points. I have a very similar opinion. I think LSU covers. Georgia wins. I think I'm Georgia, pick, Go ahead. I'm going to pick Georgia to, to beat them by, by at least three touchdowns. Okay. I think Georgia has the defensive players to shut down that, that kid that tries to run around for LSU, Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. And um, – 
I don't think LSU is going to have much offensive success. We've seen when Georgia – Georgia is, you know, the team that gets bored now like Alabama used to be. They don't get to wake mm-hmm. up for many games anymore. Good point. This is the game they'll be awake for. We saw them awake for Oregon. We saw them awake for Tennessee. You're going to see them awake this weekend, and they're going to handle business. And it's time to have a discussion, too, about LSU. They – their two wins that everybody talks about were at home. They beat Alabama on the last second play, who Alabama has been playing everybody close this year, and they blew the doors off of eight for Ole Miss team. They got the shit kicked out of them at home by Tennessee. They lost to an okay Florida State team. Then they go on the road, they struggle to a bad Arkansas team, and they lose to a five and seven Texas A&M team pretty handedly. Mm-hmm. LSU's okay. They're not – Georgia's going to handle them with, like – I saw 17 and a half. I'm like, well, Georgia might win this game 17 to nothing. I mean, they're not going to have to do anything on offense. Like, Jaden Daniels, say a prayer for him and for his mother and just for them in general because I, th- I see this as like a 34 to three type game. We've said that all of us have said this in, in different ways throughout the season, but Georgia is the best team in the country when they want to be. But you bring yeah. up a good point, Addison. Like, like they're like Alabama were in the mid 2000s. Like, they don't get interesting games all the time. So sometimes you're like, oh, they're not that good. And then you, you're reminded that they're that good, you know? Yeah. I mean, we saw Georgia get bored this year. They were bored with Missouri. They were bored with whoever they played the week before Missouri. I don't even remember. Kent State, I think. It was Kent State. Uh, they were tired. They're going to be bored Saturday. It's going to be a lot of Georgia fans in the stadium. They started the season there. The, the Georgia's going to win this game handedly. I really don't want Georgia to win the national championship. Will, please do it. Please win the national championship. Don't worry, we are. The fighting piano boys versus the Tulane Green Wave. He's hurt. Piano boy's hurt. I don't think he's playing. Really? Is he hurt or is he hurt with quotations? He didn't finish the game Saturday. Hmm. Wasn't it a close game? Yeah, he came out. He did. I think he's like actually injured. I have to console my UCF friends to see because sometimes they bring in that keen dude just because he can actually throw the ball. No, I know for a fact he got hurt and went yeah. out of the game. I trust your judgment. Now, whether I, he's, I'm taking whether Plumley plays or not. I'm taking Tulane to win. Um, and cover in this game. I am too. I think with Fritz staying, his team's going to be fired up and motivated. I agree. It's a big game for them. Let's go to the Sugar Bowl. Give me Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl. Give give me the green wave. I concur, Ty. Yeah, UCF got him earlier in the season. This won't be the case here. I, I really like Tulane. I like Willie Fritz. That's all I know. I, we, know how Gus, we know how Gus Malzahn can be sometimes. I just don't see them winning this game. Her don't in Michigan. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ty. Stop. We need to let Will introduce this game. This is his game, okay? Will, take the floor. Fine. The most winningest football program in college football – goes into Indiana to play, in a way, kind of a road game. Purdue's first ever Big Ten championship game appearance 
There's going to be a lot of Boilermaker fans there. <coughs> Michigan is a 17-point favorite, and the over-under is 52. I think I'm going to save my pick for last, but y'all go ahead. Why don't we start with Thomas? Michigan covers. They win. That's all I have to say. Go blue. Same. I think Purdue's going to backdoor. I think I think Michigan's going to going to let off the gas and cruise into the playoff. I think Purdue will backdoor this. I think Purdue will cover in the fourth quarter. The whole time I've been thinking about it, I've I kind of had the same thought as you, Addison. But I, I really think that this team is wired differently. They've had they had four goals for the entire season. Beat Michigan State, beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten championship, win the national championship. They've done two of them pretty handedly. Oh yeah. Third one handedly. And they're gonna do the fourth one handedly. Well, do you have a Michigan shirt I can wear? Not your size. So I'll, you think I'll this is kind of like you think this is kind of like Georgia, Michigan getting excited for this game again? I mean, it's hard to do that back to back weeks. They did it last year, and I feel like last year was more emotional because it was the first time in seventeen years. This they team beat the breaks off of Iowa last year. Like, yeah, this is just how they're wired now. Purdue sucks, guys. Purdue's defense can't stop Michigan. Like, if this was Illinois, I would kind of be a little bit more nervous because I mean, we saw it the first time. But because Illinois has an elite defense, but Purdue does not. Frankly, Will, you've convinced me. I'm going to take Michigan. Oh, frankly, we're going to cover the Clemson UNC spread here in a minute. It is a crappy week of championship football. Mm. It's not good. I'm more excited Saturday morning. Clemson versus UNC. No, very excited for the soccer game on Saturday morning. The lads play in Netherlands. It's going to be awesome. Tommy Sport. Eat shit, Will. Addison, go. I'm excited for the Pac-12 championship game. I am too. That'll be fun Friday night. And the Big 12. I'm yeah. I'm not very excited about the ACC. I'm excited about the Big 12. It'll be fun. Clemson and UNC both lost last week. That's like two limping dogs trying to fight over the last scrap of meat. Right. Yeah. It'll be pitiful. It'll be sad. North Carolina <laughs> will be chasing space. Dabo will be doing jazz hands and prayer circles. Clemson covers, though. And yeah, Clemson's still not. fighting for that pizza party. UNC is not Neither. good. Neither is Clemson. Clemson covers. I think UNC covers. The greatest quarterback in the world, though he's on UNC's, according to Addison's team, according to Addison, um, Clemson's going to win this game going away. We have, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for next week. <laughs> we have two extra picks of the week. We sure do. You are from different parts of the country. You might be unaware that this is state championship week That's in the state of Alabama for high school football. Um, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., the St. James Trojans out of Montgomery, Alabama, my alma mater, play Piedmont High School in the 3A Alabama High School State Championship. 
the Trojans come in with a 12 and two record with their only two losses to five and six A schools in the state. Um, they have a five star potential five star right now. He's a four star, four star left handed six foot four quarterback that will lead them to their first state championship in school history. So you're going with uh, going with the Trojans. I'll ride and die with you. Just excited. Yeah. One team's been here before. Growing up, and even I mean, the defending state champions, the Piedmont Bulldogs, North Alabama, North North East Alabama. Toughness is built. Toughness is born in you. Piedmont say- away with this game. I will say Piedmont's uniforms are filthy, like incredible high school football uniforms basically look like um, the Permian Wildcats um, from Friday Night Lights. It is phenomenal. It is like, always, the helmet's the Purdue P. <laughs> yeah, Chef's Kiss helmet um, looks just stellar, but – they're not very good. I've I've done some research. St. James is going to win the football game. Okay. Piedmont wins going away. I'm thinking four touchdowns. <laughs> Let's go to the more important game, the big speaking boy. Of, speaking of high school football and state championships, similar to Ty and my alma mater, the Mountain Brook Spartans are um, taking on another Spartan in the state of Alabama in uh, the 6A AL state championship game, uh, the Sarahland Spartans. Seven o'clock on Friday. Mount Brooks got two losses this year, one to Hoover, which it's Hoover, you know, the other one to Gardendale by one point early in the season. Got to ride with the Spartans. We're going to win. We're taking home our first state championship since like 1976 in football. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a green out in Jordan here. Get ready for it. Actually, it's a wide out because that's all. Never mind. Oh, okay. Will. Um, Sarah Lynn wins this game going away. Why? Better athletes. South Alabama football is better than Central Alabama football. Okay. And this is coming from someone that played at a Central Alabama football. You're power. right, Will. You're right. And your team is every year shit. we'd go down when we were in the north half, we'd go up there and we'd beat Fort Payne, we'd win all these games. But when we were paired with the South region, We'd go down there and get our ass kicked every time. Well, I agree with you, but if this game is based strictly off of athletes, then Mountain Brook wouldn't have made it this far. Because you're in the north half. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mountain Brook's a very well-coached team. They're they're a bigger Briarwood in a way. They're very sound. Briarwood's dead, Will. Yeah. You had a five-star quarterback and couldn't make it into the playoffs. Wow. That's kind of I, know, I, I don't break up high school football anymore. And yet, like, all of y'all, like, especially Colton and Fisher and all of them, they love talking about, oh, Will keeps living in high school. Yet, Kai and Thomas are the ones bringing it up more. Hey, it's just good to be in the championship, man. Yeah, seriously. You wouldn't know anything about that. Well, boys. Well. Stop locks. Locks. It's tough with conference championship game. I got um, but let me let me address the board. Does anyone have any? Just right off the yeah. bat. Georgia. Okay. I'm going with one off the one that we haven't. Damn it, where'd it go? 
Damn it, where'd it go? Uh, underdog, North Carolina. My lock, St. James. <laughs> Book it. The lock of the week. Meet, 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 meet. UTSA. Eight and a half point favorite. Yep. They're meeping their way to a title. You know, man, let's go off the board. Give me the Troy Trojans minus eight and a half versus Coastal Carolina. That leads me in perfectly to my money line upset. <laughs> Carolina over Troy. <laughs> Wait, is Coastal Sunbelt now? Mm-hmm. Yep, they've been in Sunbelt for the past couple of years. Oh, wow. The Chanticleer. Guys, actually, I have uh, another lock of the week. Let me hear it. I don't know what the spread is because there's not a spread yet for it. However, the University of Mississippi travels just about an hour north to the FedEx Forum to Mm. play Penny Hardaway's Memphis Tigers. Ole Miss will be an underdog. I'm guessing it's going to be about a four-point line. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Um. Ole Miss covers. Ole Miss wins outright. Guys, Saturday. speaking of basketball, I don't know about y'all, but I'm really excited to start talking about some college hoops. It's going to be fun. I know. I need to be re-engaged. I yeah, I need to kind of get locked in. Did y'all watch the Alabama-North Carolina game on Sunday? I did not. Okay. Well, I live with a bunch of gumps, so I did. And it was a really fun game. It was awesome. Both those programs are, are at a high level, going to compete. Um, probably both make it to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Can you believe that Troy's two losses were to Ole Miss and a bullshit Hail Mary against App State? Yeah. Summerall's a good coach, man. He's doing a great job over there. Troy was my lock of the week one week. That's crazy. They should they should honestly be 11-1 and one right now. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Will, sign us off. I'm ready to go to bed. Yep, Will, do your thing. I'm not as sad as I usually am when I sign off. Because the Michigan Wolverines are going to win a title this year. And I just can't wait for it. So, thank you. Wait, pause real quick. Sorry to cut you off. You know what's going to be, like, best state of will ever is when we get back from the new year, Michigan loses in the playoff, and he starts a counting busy season. Oh, God. Peak depression. Will's closing is just going to be like, if I don't wake up this morning, I'm not going to care. I'll be all gathering at my funeral. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll close this out. Sorry, you can close this out now. Sorry, I just had I popped Sorry, guys. Mind. Sorry that Ty rudely interjected the end of my life story right there. If that came out, yes, Michigan's winning the national championship. Thank you for all five of you. Is it is it six or seven now, Thomas? We're more than six or seven. Oh, we are. What, yeah. what are we at? We're in the double digits, guys. Oh, okay. So we're at eleven. Also, Addison, just just I know we're 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 breaking up. When you posted it on Facebook, we got an additional fifty views on uh on YouTube. Oh, oh. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on Facebook more. I'm serious, yeah. guys. Start sharing this shit. Look, then fifty <laughs> of you to the fifty of you that watched or that will see this. Thank you for listening to me rant about how Michigan's the greatest team ever. That's all I have to say. Till next time, go blue.